Bienvenue à l'hôtel Le Plaza, Bruxelles. Podcast. Hello listeners and welcome to this new podcast. We are, as always, recording from the Plaza Hotel in Brussels and proudly sponsored by Talent Square. Today we have with us uh, Mr. Philippe Drouillon, who is uh, a guest here, invited by Transforma. Hello. Hello. Could you please uh, introduce yourself a bit for us? Yes, I'm um, 48 years old. Uh, I'm married, three children. So I actually started my activity uh, beginning of this year, uh, after 23 years uh, within uh, a big chemical Belgian group uh, named Solvay. And um, I decided to uh, yes to to become self-employed uh, a few months ago because it was really something that pushed me out of this uh, company. So what, what was it that made you do the jump, the entrepreneurial jump, let's say? The possibility after 23 years uh, of work within Solvay and uh, the fact that uh, I acquired a, a specific know-how in uh, specific disciplines like organizational development, uh, sustainable business models, uh, coaching of teams and individuals. This pushed me uh, to uh, try to uh, develop, or to further develop these skills and provide services to other companies than the one that I started with uh, a long time ago. And so the company that you've created is called Metamorphosis, am I correct? Yes, correct. And uh, so what is it actually that you do at Metamorphosis? What is your mission? Yeah, so my mission is to really support organizations in their improvement. So uh, organizations can face different issues, problems related to their business. And this is the axis I've developed regarding sustainable business models. Maybe they have some problems in the way they, they, uh, they, they function. So that means that there we will work or I will work on the structure on um, the design of the organization, the processes that must be improved in order to increase the efficiency of the organization. And finally, the third one is more related to the culture, the engagement of people, uh, the fact that uh, these people can develop individually on their own while sharing their full potential with the organization they, be, uh, they belong to. And so these three axes are clearly the axes I, I uh, I propose to, to the, the different clients uh, I meet in various areas. Can be a privately owned company, big or small one, can be a not-for-profit organization, can even be sometimes a, a public service where the, 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 the manager has faced uh, issues related to, the, to the, its, its organization. So if I understand correctly, um let's say coaching is a very big part of metamorphosis. It's a part of, it's not a big part. It's uh, because the offer is quite well balanced between coaching, but also training and also uh, what I call intervention within organizations in order to, uh, yes, to, to provide some, some support in a specific, uh, in specific uh, area. So, but, the, the, the common thread between these different ways of supporting companies is that my belief is that the people have the solutions. They have the, the, the solutions in themselves. And you just have to let them out. Yes, let them out and, uh, 
and transform them into something that is actionable because sometimes it looks very fuzzy, it will very difficult to translate into concrete actions. So this is for me the the, the common thread among the different activities that I propose to the client is say, no, no, I'm not God, I'm not Jesus, I won't save you. The solutions, I'm sure you have them, or at least somebody in your organization has them. So let's try to find them out and develop them so that they become concrete actions, projects, and maybe ventures uh, that will develop uh, within the organization. So you're more of a catalyst between yeah, the solution yeah, and the problem. If you looked on my LinkedIn profile, uh, my I put as a job we title will put a link catalyst. to your profile. We will put a link to your profile at the end. But yeah, so that's that's how you describe yeah. yourself as yeah, a catalyst. Absolutely. Super interesting. But um, I was wondering also, so you have made the entrepreneurial jump since, uh, if I remember well, January this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you start on your own? Because I know that uh, you are now uh, a guest of Transforma, which mm-hmm. is a co-working space. Uh, did you start out alone or directly at Transforma or how did it happen? No, actually I started on my own. And uh, very quickly I realized that uh, working alone was not uh, <laughs> my uh, favorite way of developing this uh, this new uh, this new journey. And so... Uh, I connected with several people I knew in order to to avoid to be alone. And finally, as I knew Anis from uh, uh, common activities in the past, I joined Transformer because the spirit on Transformer and the mission of Transformer uh, has a strong resonance with uh, the project I want to develop. So uh, that's why I joined uh, Transformer. And by the way, we even developed synergies because we organize what we call uh, the positive impact entrepreneurs event every month with transformer and other partners so So lots of networking possibilities absolutely that's always interesting of course especially if you are an entrepreneur to be alongside other like-minded people yeah and the question i was wondering is um has it helped in your life slash work balance being at transformer like the fact that you are not by yourself at home or anywhere else, but that you are in a group of people and that you are, in this case, more productive. Yes, it helps because uh, even though you try to, to, to separate clearly your private and professional parts of your life, when you are at home, it's not always so difficult, uh, so easy because uh, uh, the borders are quite fuzzy between these two, uh, these two, two sides of the life. And so, yes, when I go to Transforma, it's for the job, but it's also to increase the potential collisions with other partners and maybe find uh, new ideas, uh, uh, new ways of looking at my, uh, my, my job. So I also go there just for... Just because for I'm meeting sure, people. Yeah, and because I'm sure there I, I will meet people and there will be, uh, yes, uh, connections that I cannot get uh, from home. For sure. So that was it for the for the transformer part. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to dive in more into metamorphosis, and um, I want to ask how how you build trust with your clients, because of course, unless they, of course, they always come to you for mm-hmm. help, but uh, you are the outsider looking at what is happening inside yeah. and telling them this could be changed, that could be changed. How do you build the trust so that that kind of 
let's say, um, reorganizing can work? Clearly, mm-hmm. uh, as I said, I'm, I'm deeply convinced that the solutions are within the organization. So that means that... Yes, but you are quickly, still the outsider coming Yeah, I'm in. the outsider. So often a third party, like I am, can have this distance from what is currently occurring in organization and give, I would say, a more fact-based uh, diagnostic or analysis of the organization. And this is clearly something that people appreciate. Fact-based or I capture the perceptions that the people have shared with me, but I say, okay, these are the perceptions I've captured uh, when I met the different people uh, during the analysis part. So this thing is uh, fed back to the organization, in a, often in an anonymous mode, so that people don't feel exposed to any retaliation, huh? who knows. But this is clearly something coming from somebody who is neutral uh, regarding the organization. So it cannot be a, a, a suspected of orienting uh, the work or the analysis that he's currently doing. So all the trust that you built is yeah. uh, based on the facts that you give them. Yeah. So it's all fact-based. Fact-based. Fact-based means either it's a testimonial, and I will transform this testimonial into an anonymous quote in Aggregated. order to let the people know, you know, some people in your organization have shared this with me. It can be true, it can be wrong, but you must be aware that these people have this perception of a reality. And, and beside this perception aspect, you have the facts. Facts that you can find uh, in, uh, yes, financial documents or in um, meeting minutes and, and, and so forth. But the only thing I wanted to say is a client will be my client if he agrees that I don't want to provide the result he'd like to get at the end. So when he asked me, what do you think the result will be at the end? I say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It depends on what will happen. Have uh, you ever refused a client because of this? Yes. Because they were not prepared to accept Because it was just an alibi or a way to manipulate people by implementing such a project, yes. So they, they, they are expecting the... A specific result and they use a consultant or a methodology... To get to, there. To get there, yes. So manipulation of data, basically. Not data. You know, when you have figures and, 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 uh, and a report containing a specific, uh, specific facts, uh, it's always easy to orient uh, the analysis from, uh, in, in one specific direction. For me, the, the proposal I always uh, uh, make is it should be as, as participatory as possible. So involve as much as many people as possible, not too much because it's a question of time and money, but a representative panel of all the actors should be involved in all this uh, sequence of, uh, of analysis, uh, decision-making process and uh, action plan. But so speaking of your clients, who are they mostly? Are they big com- companies, smaller ones, somewhere in between? So currently, it's, it's 
it's quite and this is why I I, I enjoy even more the, the new job I'm currently uh, developing. It's because it's very uh, it's very varied. It's very yes, very varied. Okay, I have I have two two big companies I'm working with on specific projects. I also work with uh, small and medium-sized uh, enterprise and also not-for-profit organization. And for me, this is what is, that's the... The appeal, let's say, the of appeal working as a consultant. And, uh, the, and... Yes, the, this is what, we, uh, this is what uh, fuels me, actually, is to uh, being involved in very various contexts with different cultures, because at the end, you need to take into account this culture, but organizational issues, challenges are more or less related to similar patterns that must be treated differently because of the culture. But when you look at these different organizations, okay, the, 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 the key word is uh, the human beings. Of course. And this is the, the, the common threat among all the organizations. But as I said, as the culture is different, the way you will, I will support them will be different because I will take into account what is really specific to each organization. Well, thank you very much, Philippe Drouillon, for uh, taking the time to speak with us. You're welcome. I uh, would just like to you to answer one last question before we, uh, before we leave. And that would be if you had a piece of advice to give to any new entrepreneur who wants to start his own company, mm -hmm. build a startup, what would that piece of advice be? the one single most important thing that you have learned in this last year? Patient, 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 patient. So don't be afraid about uh, <laughs> the market. If you, even if you think it's saturated, if the pa passion is there, uh, go for it. So passion is key. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And um, this was our podcast. Uh, as always, we are at the adult at the Plaza Hotel in Brussels and sponsored by Talent Square. Thank you very much for listening. Podcast. <laughs>